Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. What's up, dude fans? Welcome to the Devil's Den podcast. I'm your host, Josh Smith, joined by my co host, Raul and Shu. We're recording this right after uh, the VT game. So, Duke leaves Blacksburg with a huge win, 77 67. VT was 10 1 at home. So, they were better at home than Duke was this year prior to this game. So, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the performance. Um, we'll get into the game itself. Got some topics to, to pick apart here. And then we'll get out of here tonight. But, fellas, just off the top. How impressive is this win, given those circumstances? So short turnaround, unsure about Roach's health, UNC's looming on the horizon. Looks like a scheduled loss a little bit. Like, I don't think either of us would have been surprised, shocked, or felt badly had this been a loss. Um, so flip it around. How impressed are you? Should I go to you? Yeah, I mean, given all that, you know, we're, what, one of five in our last six attempts up there. So, yeah, um, you know, two of seven sounds a lot better than one of mm-hmm. seven. Um, yeah, I mean, the place was rocking, you know, they, they do the whole, uh, inner Sandman thing, which is, I think is pretty cool. I enjoy that. Like I like when they get rowdy before the game. Um, it's the same kind of atmosphere we faced in Arkansas and we kind of withered away in that one, um, you know, made that push at the end, but it was nice to see us kind of jump out here and, and, you know, get some momentum and, and actually build from it. They did, you know, make a couple pushes and I'm sure we'll get into all that, but, uh, just all, you know, all in all, especially with the foul trouble late, um, great win from the guys. And we, we, we gave them the, the fade to black. So we'll yeah. ride the lightning there on the yeah. way out. Bro, what about you? How impressed were you? Yeah. I mean, especially when you consider, I do not think like Virginia tech just came out and played flat or played a bad game or anything. I thought they had a really good game plan. Uh, you know, they were kind of getting us, um, in isolation and just attacking us from the perimeter, just driving on us, uh, on some of our weaker defenders. But I just thought our, you know, offensive execution was just so tight and we looked so ready, which was really surprising given the turnaround. Yeah, I mean, because 
I think I think Virginia Tech started like five of six from the game. Yeah. So like they started high. Easily could have um, just kind of folded real quickly there. And just yeah, kind of got out of control. I mean, thank God for Caleb Foster, who has kind of a weird game, right? He makes his first three shots, only plays 15 minutes overall. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. But yeah, I mean, for them to start that way, you start to get the feeling of like, ah, oh, here's the just tired legs. We're just maybe not ready for this. Um, it's a tough game to get up for. And then it just kind of flips around pretty quickly. Um, the defense, I thought, was just outstanding in the first half. One thing we do have to talk about, though, is like, how does Mark have like five first half turnovers here? Like, some of those were just like wild. Did, did y'all make anything of that? Some of the passes were a little rough. One should have probably been flipped. Like, dude, you get hit in the chest with the ball. It should probably be. Yeah, on that you, was, but, he set him up for a drop step dunk there. Um, one of them, I know he sailed over Roaches trying to kick it out, sailed it like, five feet over Roach's head. Yeah. Um, you know, just maybe getting getting going a little too fast. Need to settle down. And I thought there was some I thought there was some bad luck in it there too. I mean their defense, they were they were getting yeah. their hands on a lot of our passes right. and they were deflecting a lot. So um you just gotta be a little bit stronger with the ball or a little bit more yeah. decisive and quick about your decisions. He kind of sold out for that a little bit too, right? Like the big guy that they have, um, I guess he played 22 minutes, 23 minutes. So that's a little bit more than I thought, but it kind of looked like he was almost like trying to downsize and spread us a little bit. It didn't really work. It, again, this was kind of like the last game where we're at that like four minute mark in the first half. And it looks like we're just going to be able to push this thing, blow it wide open again. Um, Virginia Tech goes on like an 8-0 run. And then at least, thankfully for Jeremy Roach, yeah, hits that a was huge, huge, man, huge shot. Um, I mean, that's a three-point game right yeah. there, right? And yeah. so, like, not only that, I think it was Flip who got the tip back, offensive yep. rebound off of that, gets it right back to Roach. And I love that he gave the old buddy the little little love tap there um, yeah. after he drained it. So, yeah, big-time big shot there. Um, anything first half you want to talk about? I got some global stuff I want to talk about, but anything else regarding that sequence? I mean, welcome back, Captain, maybe. You know, welcome back, Jeremy Roach. Didn't twos still were kind of not quite maybe where he wanted to be. Had a few nice bursts, but I think that one burst for the layup, just uncontested. Yeah, but Yeah, that was the only one, the only two he made. And he had the but. other one where he essentially created two points for us by getting to the rim. I think he missed the layup and Mark maybe followed it up. And then I think another one, Ryan, nice. had an offensive rebound, too. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, we did need to mention, three. you know, they had a – we did a good job of especially Proctor just hounding Couture. Oh, yeah. He got yeah. loose for two – at least two backdoor cuts. One of those was on Roach, though. I saw Proctor. They were yeah, supposed to – he, yeah, thinking, yeah, he was yeah. thinking there was going to be a switch there. Was it either Roach or McCain? Was it McCain? Either way. Maybe either way, way, either way, it was supposed to be a switch, but – and I get that, you know, we're we're definitely you're trying to to stay step and step with the couture. So, you know, if he cuts on you real quick and you're trying to chase around the screen, you you can get that from time to time. I think he had like three of them, two of them for dunks, and one was a and one layup. Um, but we allowed uh, the Collins kid. He kind of got got hot in the first. I think he was like a twenty three percent three point shooter yeah. coming in, and he hit like three three he threes, the threes that they made yeah, right? yeah. Like, how much do we how much did we even allow that though you know it's like he averages uh, six points per game um yeah. to me that was just like the typical um out of body experience we sometimes see uh when certain players play duke um because it didn't matter who we put on him like yes he was lighting up guys like mccain who aren't known for their ability to you know contest, contest. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. but 
he was lighting up Roach. He was lighting up pretty much everybody who threw at him. Yeah. Yeah. He shook Roach on that one. Had the nice little yeah. pull up too. Um, yeah. I mean, and it's, you choose your poison, right? It's like, yeah. okay, you let MJ go off because you trust that his usage isn't just going to go to 300% of what it is. Yeah. And like, it's really hard for a coach to even do an in-game adjustment to do that. Meanwhile, you chase Padula around and he's four or 15. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Couture, I think only takes what, eight shots total. He, he played fine, but he never really got in a rhythm. He never really kind of took over. Um, yeah, man, Proctor's defense these last few games. And just the, yeah. we'll use the word verve for that, dude. Like, yeah. I love seeing him come back, just like shaking the head, clapping. <laughs> He's got the snarl. He's chewing the gum. Um, yeah, yeah, man. It's a, it's a good time to start to get healthy, start to get on a run here. We got a big game coming up. We'll talk about that on a, on a separate, um, podcast, but, uh, you mentioned it. I, I think it's worth talking about. Like, maybe there was something going on of why Foster didn't play that much the second half. It's a bit weird for me that McCain played 39 minutes tonight. Yeah. You know, like he's especially because he was getting he didn't have an offensive game. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was getting targeted defensively. Yeah. He did have 10 rebounds. I'll give him that. 10 huge rebounds. Yeah. That's right. what's really key rebounder. Yeah. That's like, what's keeping his numbers okay on these defensive yeah. metrics. But go ahead. I actually thought that uh Foster was doing a pretty good job defensively when he was in the game early. Uh, you know, he was on Padula actually on a couple possessions and really held his own there. Uh, got switched on to Couture, I think, as well. Um, and to me, it's like I, I didn't see anything that warranted him being taken out. Yeah, I did not realize that McCain played 39 minutes. That's pretty weird. I think, my, you know, at least from my perspective, McCain is just that guy that at any moment can hit you know, three threes in a row, can really blow a game wide open. And I think the the game plan might have had something to do with it too, because to me it was clear this is getting into more global talk that it kind of reminded me of that Virginia game in 2015 where we just, when we could, we were just going to push it on every possession. Mm. Uh, there was just a lot of like runouts that uh, we haven't seen in some recent games. So, you know, with McCain being so deadly, is that kind of trailer three point shooter? Maybe he wanted him out there for that. Yeah. yeah, and if Proctor's going to play 38 minutes and be the orchestrator that he's been the last three games, yeah. that's going to push Foster down because McCain's just the better off-ball player, right? He's the yeah. better off-ball fit. Um, I think Foster's been better than he's given credit for off-ball, but, yeah. you know, his role had been kind of you're going to be the bring-it-up guy, you're going to yeah. kind of be the initial um, guy to start things, and then we'll, we'll get into our action. If Proctor then is doing that, Roach is back playing 30 minutes, it does make it a little hard. Um, I think we should talk about depth, though. But first, let's just take a little quick break here, and then we'll, we'll unpack the rest of it. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all right well, let's let's come back i want to talk about flip but first uh short turnaround only play really seven guys, pretty much. I mean, Sean Stewart logs four minutes. Any concern from you all about the depth on this? I mean, power's basically completely out. We've seen Sean look like maybe he's going to be more of a part of it. Not so much tonight. Granted, Ryan Young was the GOAT tonight, so maybe that has something to do with it. But no Blakes no again Blakes and either. Again, yeah. Um, starting to pinch ourselves if we're going to go seven deep. Hard to complain about a win, but any concern from you on that? Real well, good to you. Yeah, I mean, those seven guys are playing so well that, you know, they do deserve big minutes. But at the same time, you know, I feel like Stewart had been starting to maybe creep into the rotation a little bit more and then didn't perform so well in uh, the Clemson game. So maybe that's kind of resulted in him taking a step back again. But I was hoping that we were going to see his minutes slowly creep up. Yeah. And maybe it's just like you said, maybe it's matchup too, right? It's that Mark Mitchell flip Stewart lineup, probably not the best play here when they're playing some of those guards and just your everyone's trying to lock in on Padua and Couture. Um, and on, on offense too, it's like they're playing so many guards that they're, they're players out there that we can hunt. Yeah. And so just having guards out there and guys who can really handle the ball, I think was advantageous. We were able to get into the lane a lot for kickouts and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, McCain, Proctor, like Foster in the minutes he played, but Roach, like right, they were in the middle pretty much the yeah. whole game. 
Um, Shu, you see anything different there? Concerned about the depth at all? It's a catch-22. You want to win these games, right, you, for seeding purposes. Like, you you want to pick up quad one wins. Um, but at the same time, I'd like to have – I guess it goes back to I'd like to play Stewart a lot more in the early season when those games that we were going to win by 40 regardless, right? Because, um, you know, you just never know what happens in March where, where you need some of these guys. And if they're not ready, then you're going home and your season's over. Um so that that's the only part I guess that concerns me about it. It's just um, sometimes you you kind of bite the bullet early and and just yeah. get these guys some experience. To me, it's like I, I I think playing your ninth and tenth guy is overrated, but I feel like fairly comfortable if you've got like a solid eight. But seven sure. just starts to you know yeah. We've seen Flip get in foul trouble like pretty much every game. Mm-hmm. Roach has been so, hobbled. Mitchell's yeah. been hobbled. Both of those come up. Roach and then Flip gets in foul trouble. What do, what are we doing then? Yeah. Right, right. Because that then goes back to kind of like what Russ was talking about with us and what I said on our last podcast too of, you know, Ryan's great tonight, but this was a game yeah. on the scout where he could maybe play, right? Because the way that their other big played, like there was this potential for that. But like Russ was saying too, like he's very matchup dependent. Like you, if he's your seventh and only big coming off the bench, well maybe that doesn't work right like yeah. against carolina he, i think he can play okay with baycott but maybe not so much with Jalen washington Jaylen or washington. someone like that sure, yeah. right like yeah. i don't really want him out there then don't really want to see him in an rj cadeau ball screen or something you know like that could be disastrous and, and um, it's what russ was saying was like he's like i can envision exactly how we exit the tournament you know filipowski gets Two, two first half fouls, and then we just get lit up because of the matchup when Ryan Young's on the floor. Yeah, that's uh, that's a big concern. Um, but for tonight, I will say I was really impressed with Flip, guys. I mean, yeah. like after kind of a bad offensive game, I didn't think he forced it. He takes nine total shots, right? He's what six of nine from the field. Free throws to a five, you know. I, I don't know what's going on with that. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, the stroke looks fine. I don't. Maybe he's just in his head a little bit on that. Um, I thought his defense, though, was like, again, elite, man. Yeah. Like, there was a segment, and I was watching it, and, like, I was even, like, talking about it basically to myself. And then Zion, I think, retweeted it or tweeted the clip of it where he's just, like, denying Couture, basically. Yeah. He's like, nope, I'm going to guard you oh, straight yeah, up, bro, he, and, yeah. like, just dominate you. Couture's trying to um, pivot and get around him and maybe flip like, the ball I, up. They should have called a wall, like, nah, bro, because he, he just yeah. shut him up, dude. He straight yeah. up shut him down. Um yeah, man, Flip's defense has been – it hasn't really been talked about enough nationally, I don't think, or from, like, the NBA side either, man. Like, it's, it's holding up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I was just going to say, to me, tonight was the model of how we should be playing, especially with regards to Flip. He was catching a lot in the short role, kind of setting his teammates up. When he was uh, scoring in the post – he was catching in deep. I don't know if you guys noticed that. Like, for yep. example, that play that we ran right out of the half where he basically caught the ball like three feet from the basket. That just simplifies things for him. You know, there, there weren't a ton of – he did have that one like really nice spin move in the first half, but there weren't like a ton of just plays that were starting from 25 feet out. And I thought just, you know, to me it's like he could be the most like positively impactful big man in the country if – we made him more of like rim protector, facilitator in the short role, and kind of ran set plays for him to get the ball in deep. But it's just, yeah. you know, that that, that we've talked 
this to death, but the left block stuff, I didn't see a lot of that tonight. Yeah. And it was, and when you did, it was quick, right? Like you were talking, it was very quick. And that's really all we've been saying is like, sure, he can catch down there, but it's, what are we doing after that? Right. Right. Like if it's a huge turn and scan and look, I'd rather him be doing that either in the short roll or at the high post where he's a little, you know, the vision can, can operate at a higher level. Um, but yeah, man, defensively was just, again, really solid. I mean, he has two blocks tonight. No, that was Mark that had two blocks. He had four last week. thought he defended the rim well, though. Um, maybe, again, with the matchup, you know, that was allowed to happen a little bit more. But, I mean, the non-flip minutes stack up again, right? Like, he gets in foul trouble. Again, look at the splits in the first half and the second half defensively, right? Like, I mean, another same example as last game. Um, the team went off. But... Basically, we had an answer for it every time, right? Like every time they went on a run in the second half where it started to look like, okay, this could get back out of hand, Roach comes down and hits a three or like just Proctor comes down and makes something happen. Um, he was carving him up too, man. Yeah. For, for Proctor to play the defense the way he did and then also just be carving him up where he's just putting goggles on and stuff. Like, dude's just having fun. Um, that I was cool you to last see. game in the Clemson game. He gave the finger. At, at somebody oh, yeah. out there hitting the three on them. I was like, hell yeah, I love that. Yeah, dude, his swagger, man, is just back, <laughs> right? Like, it's just back. He's got to be so uh, annoying for rival fans. Oh, I'm sure, dude. He's, he's a yapper, dude. Him, McKinney, yeah. and Roach are just like, all Every talking, time he makes dude. a shot, yeah. Yeah, they're all talking. Um, I mean, ultimately, if I can zoom out for a second here, um, so what are we now, seven and two in the ACC? Yep. Yep. Uh, so that we're solidly in second um, and, you know, about to enter, you know, the Carolina game, having a chance to close the gap there. Uh, I think, you know, there's there's still work to be done clearly on defense, even even in tonight's game, as good as it was at points, you saw some real breakdowns with some backdoor cuts and things like that. But like we have a big man who's pretty dominant. And then we have like, you know, it's got to be like a top five guard rotation in the country. Easily. When you think right? about those four guys. Be. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be. Um, I mean, all of them are shooting like 40% from zero. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, dude, Roach is shooting 48% yeah, from three I know. right now. Like, that is like on where's, 63 where's attempts. At? Like, he needs to get that way up. Proctor yeah. is now at 36%. So, right. Yeah. Or no, third after tonight, he's 39%. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Dude, he's been on fire for the last like three or four games. Yeah. After tonight, he's 39%. Foster's 42%. McCain's 40%. I mean, find me a better backcourt, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. Um, and I, I, I think that's when we get. Too. That's why we get frustrated when the offense is like it bogs down or it just looks very predictable. It's like we've got the talent to be like the number one offense in the country. It shouldn't be sitting at like 11th or 10th or whatever it is now. Right. I, I I know that's still really good, but if you're the number one offense, you can have some defensive issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Roach, Roach at 48%. I mean, we talked about it in the summer, not not on the podcast, but, you know, amongst ourselves about the, the kind of Quinn Cook role, right? Like. Yeah what Quinn did as a senior going, you know, from whatever his three point shooting had been to, you know, yep. to what I mean, it was. Hard, just, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, hard. I, I was going to be happy with like 35%, honestly. <laughs> I think that's what I said to you guys. I mean, it's, it's kind of remarkable really when yeah. you talk about like increasing your three point percentage, like from your career numbers, like what 
12 and a half percent or something like yeah, wild. especially just, when especially when it's been three years before that that he hadn't shot that well right it's not like yeah. he came in as a freshman and struggled to shoot and that it's not like the luke Kennard thing where you're like okay that guy shot 30 percent, but he's a 40 percent three-point shooter right. this is a guy who like had never shot the three well throughout his career and then you know something just clicked for him i don't know if they the mechanics don't look any different for me. Maybe it's just confidence. But it just looks the type of shots soft. A lot more too, catch right? and shoot. Like, yeah. There's not a lot of off the bounce. I mean, he still shoots them off the bounce, but it, right. he gets a lot of those corners where you just swing it around. He's ready for it. And yep. it doesn't look like a difficult shot for him. Like, it, this is the weird way to describe it, but it, like, it looks like closer than it did. Like, you know how like yeah. a Foster or McCain right. or whoever, like they can shoot a three and it looks like a long three. Like, Roach is just taking these just makes him look like butter like he's just out there playing horse man like it's uh it, it's impressive um yeah so from last year to this year 14 percent increase is just and last year was his highest like that's yeah i mean i'll eat that you know i mean i said it on the, over the summer that like people were trying to say can he be the like the quinn cook role and like he's doing it but, like it's hard to do yeah, that though sure. right like I, th I thought we were just applying that label a little too like liberally there you know where it's like okay sure, he's sure. just automatically going to do that um damn sure did so hey keep, keep doing it, up. it. keep yep. doing it bro um you know we'll, we'll take it so yeah seven and two 16 and four overall um, offensive numbers in conference are like, we're basically top five in everything. We're the number one offense overall. Um, we're shooting 40% from three in conference. So like, hopefully that continues to track as we roll into the, uh, probably the nation's one three point defense or whatever they are these <laughs> days, you know, it's up there somewhere. Um, a lot of, a lot of optimism on the offensive side, at least good. I was just going to say, they're probably the all-time three-point defense. I don't know right, if exactly. anybody's ever made a three against them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's kind of wild. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get out of here. But I think the other cool thing from this game is that everyone that played had a positive net rating, plus minus. Yep. That's pretty cool. Uh, we pretty much dominated from start to tip, so I guess that's what you get. But uh, anything else from you guys before we get out of here? Any other final shout-outs or anything? anything I, I just wanted to shout out Ryan again. You briefly mentioned him, but uh, yeah, you, yeah, know, you, yeah. those, you called those, it yeah. on the last podcast, right? Where you were saying uh, he could have a big impact, but those second half minutes were just huge. So huge, dude. Like, I mean, dude was dunk, all over the court. I mean, yeah. it, it, had, it, had dude's, dunk. dude's dunking tonight. Yeah, that's how good it went. You know, <laughs> yeah. dude's dunking tonight. Had and a big just, block, too. I don't know if you remember that. Block. Sorry, yep. I got so excited and yelled at yeah. it on the microphone. But yeah, because <laughs> that's what I did. Yeah. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, just block that. All right. Um, okay, yeah. Ryan. Okay, um, podcast boy. I see you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 10 5, two assists, you know, like he got in a little foul trouble too, but like I, I don't mind it from him because he was just hell of aggressive, you know, like three offensive rebounds is, is huge. Um, crushed him on the boards anyway. So, uh, yeah. I also want to just note that that podcast that's not a shot at Ryan. I love Ryan. I I, I think it's funny that he was calling himself that. So, but podcast boy, <laughs> just, yeah, <laughs> just just clarifying that he was a, he was yeah. the man tonight. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, big win. Big win. I'm excited. And again, I don't want to talk too much about going forward because we're, we're going to do a whole little breakdown on Carolina coming up soon. So um, stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, rate, review, subscribe. You can find us in all the usual places. And for some of y'all, the, the most unusual places, you can find us on the board at thedevilsden.com. You can find us on Twitter at devilsdenpod247. You can email us at thedevilsdenpod at gmail.com. Um, keep those faces strong in the verve. Go do it.